right. We are now live on Faz Radio. That was our brand new animation that we just got uh, from Rico Suave. Um, the only bummer about the animation that I have is I can't fade the music out. Maybe that's a maybe. Maybe we can try something else besides Streamyard. But uh, yeah, I'm already oh, seeing how the sausage is have... made. Oh, look at the look at the sausage right here. I have the green room on in my background, so I got to go. Nobody that wants really to quick. see your sausage, fans. <laughs> Wait, what sausages? <laughs> Why is your green room that. still? I got to change that because uh, we were just in the green room. The, the green go. room. See, it's a great chance to advertise. Uh, green room is premium content. Uh, Chris and Titan and I have been talking already for quite a while uh, in our green room. Crisp, you're muted, by the way. Um, we've already been talking for about, what, 30 minutes or something? Yeah, so, at least. And uh, we now have the Green Room as premium content before Faz Radio. And you just need to pay, go to Patreon. Patreon, look, look up Faz Radio. Uh, or for a limited time only, you can just boost the, uh, the Crypto Faz Academy server and you can get premium, a premium membership for as long as you're boosting. I did uh, have a guy ask if uh, I could make a longer term kind of thing, which I, I'm making an NFT. So it's I'm not a bad idea. NFTs. Not a bad idea. So tonight we have bug flavor. Nope. Go ahead. No, What's no. It, Faz radio flavor. We're we're keeping that separate. That's zip bugs are his. I keep well, sort way. of this guy sort of. <laughs> um, so I made I made a Faz Radio collection in my Art Faz OpenSea, and I made a, a subscription NFT, and I put a little zip bug as a mascot on it. So there, there there's a little oh bit of overlap, goodness. but no, you're not going to have zip bugs themselves promoting, um, saying you get Faz Radio content for buying a zip bug. So cool. it's close enough. So we've got to introduce our our awesome guest. Oh yeah, Mr. this guy Chris. right here. Here, let's let's put him front and center here. There we go. This this guy is Chris. <laughs> his name is Crisp, as in if you're in Britain, his name is Fries. <laughs> <laughs> UK. Uh, but uh, yes, he's a he's a user here at CryptoFaz Academy that has a lot of intelligent things to say on various crypto subjects like gaming and blockchain and finance because he's like finance knowledgeable would you would well, you like to introduce that. oh go ahead no i was gonna say not only that um it's it's something that i see a lot of uh cfa doing lately but crisp has done this during his whole time at cfa he sits quietly and he kind of reads what's going on and then he'll throw out this awesome bomb of information and it makes everybody that was talking go all right wait a minute and then you think about it. Uh, to me, that's awesome because someone who isn't just talking or listening to wait to talk instead actually engages. We love that. So thank you, Chris, for actually engaging in a deep manner. We love when we see that. Happy, happy to be here. Love the content. Love the, uh, the, the nature of the chats that go on and, and the things that are talked about. It's a wide a wide berth, a wide breadth of uh, info, and you know the the news and stuff. It's just a, it's a, 
yeah, it's a good place to contribute. A lot of smart, a lot of smart people. I mean, that's actually the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. I, I tend to. Uh, oh come on, yeah, man! I, look, look. I, I mean, at this point, you know, kind of knowing these a lot of these folks and meeting them in person through just a bunch of different things and hearing more about what they do and, and their professional careers, I, I'm just a. Uh, um, Usually in awe. I'm trying to really uptake what everyone else is saying um, because it's just I got so much respect for the people out there and and what they what they do and their their histories and and how they're you know approaching just everything you know. In this case, it's mostly crypto stuff and um, GameFi and things like that. But it's it's really the 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 information some of these people have. It's just can't beat it yeah, it'd be hard to recreate approaches. that somewhere else you know i, I think i see mm -hmm. a lot of different approaches to crypto on uh, crypto faz uh we have some people that are interested in trading some people are into games some people are into like liquidity pools and and stuff like that mm -hmm. no. <laughs> i got fried on one you got fried on one no more liquidity pools <laughs> Are, are, the, would uh, you say that you you got you got crisped on liquidity? <laughs> I did, right. I did, and it it was so funny because it's the stuff that I end up being so much uh, more passionate about is where I get burned the hardest, right? So of course, uh, Faz has this big bucket of salt right next to his desk, and whenever I fuck up like that, he takes a scoop of it and he rubs it right in the wound. Um, I was like, I was like talking up for weeks, this, uh, the Thor chain and, uh, they were a DEX and they were the first DEX that got, uh, Bitcoin, native Bitcoin mixed in with a DEX. So I could take ETH and trade it directly for Bitcoin on a Uniswap type of environment. Okay. So it was a really, really big deal. Shapeshift, uh, when they decentralized themselves, that was a big part of it was this ThorChain technology. So uh, I was big on it. I had all kinds of assets over there. And uh, I have a ton of one token. And I decided, okay, well, I've learned enough about this platform. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to become a liquidity provider for it. <clears throat> and you could do uh, single-sided staking for this liquidity pool, as long as you had their native token in the in your balance, right? To, to cover that side, they offer, hey, you, you go 180 days of providing liquidity, 100% insurance. If anything goes sideways, if you have impermanent loss, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. So I felt really good, right? And I, I dump a, a nice big fat chunk of tokens on there. And I'm making a couple of bucks here and there. Then they got freaking hacked. Not once, but twice in two months. And uh, you couldn't, they locked everything down. They shut it down. And uh, the coders went ahead and did their thing. It took them like two months to get back up. And they said, okay, we're back open. I went in. They had drained all the pools to try and protect everybody. And the entire liquidity pool was gone. I lost every bit of my tokens. So I applied for their insurance. Want to know what they said? Sorry. <laughs> it's not about hacks. 
you know, sorry. Just what oh, happened. okay, okay. So I got a better story about insurance. <laughs> see, I joined BitTrue, and then BitTrue made this big deal about the fact that they had insurance. Like, they have all their stuff backed and all that stuff, and if there's a problem, whatever. And then came this P-Network bullshit where uh, I, I'm sure you remember the P-Network stuff where they hacked their own stuff and they made a whole bunch of gala, P-Gala, and somehow it got out. It got out to Binance and whatever. And around that time period, I had bought some gala because it had went down to all the way down to two cents, I think, uh, which is that's higher than what it is right now. And uh, so I bought some. And then they um, uh, they they took that gala away from me and gave me something called B Gala, and uh, they have been mum as far as insurance in that case. You know this this big uh, we have verified insurance and you can look for at our insurance wallets and stuff like that. How come I'm not getting any payouts? They they don't they don't even respond to any help desk stuff about that. So, yeah, that that's going to go on for a long time, I think. Uh, well, Gala being lower than two cents right now, they could actually make the money back by just buying some Gala themselves <laughs> <laughs> and then giving it back, giving it to me because I technically bought it for more. They could they could arrange a purchase right there. <clears throat> Possible, yeah. So well, uh, we we uh, we got a little off track, so. One of the things, Chris, that I love uh, having conversations with you about, especially on CFA, but uh, everywhere else as well, is is the whole blockchain gaming experience, right? Because you seem to have a really good way of putting things into perspective when it comes to like onboarding, what it should look like, what should the what should the platform look like, what makes games fun. Your conversations lately on CFA have really hit some hard, good points. So starting from the beginning, you know, what should it look like when a player enters a gaming ecosystem? I mean, what should onboarding be like? It's got to be it's got to be just like um, old school gaming. Pop in the cartridge and press start. Just go. You know, if you if you. If you want to get more involved in the ecosystem, I mean, right now that's a nightmare. Everything you guys were just talking about is is exactly, you know, new gamers, new people coming into uh, uh, blockchain gaming, they don't want to deal with all that, right? You got to set up an account, KYC, on ramp tokens, and and you know, mm-hmm. and and that's not the case for uh, a lot of blockchain games now. Um, in fairness, you can just start, open up an account, go. EBIO, I know that one gets a lot of love around here. It's probably yes, it the smoothest experience I've seen uh, so far. Um, but it's just you got to take the barriers out of the way. There are so many barriers. I know that uh, that's on everyone's mind. I don't think any gaming, any blockchain gaming platform worth their salt isn't isn't thinking about this mm-hmm. all day on on how to solve it and how to make it work right. But um, it's these these barriers are still way too high for the experience that they're trying to sell you right so if you can play to earn if you can own your own your um own your assets you, you have to jump through so many hoops it's just it almost becomes it's it's almost it's like it's not worth the time so knowing that right so 
like EVIO and some of these other uh, newer, not maybe the old schools who have been around for two, three, four, five years, a lot of these new ones are making the either the NFT or the token part like optional, right? Mm -hmm. You can get in and play. We'll keep a little database account for you over here. If you ever decide you want to click the button and, and grab that, that crypto or those NFTs, they're there for you. It personally, that's kind of the direction I've been thinking a lot lately because the big pieces, these traditional gamers don't want pay to win. And when you when you put NFTs, especially at some of the costs of these NFTs on some of these platforms, that's just a, a big preventative wall. The minute they see that, they're like, fuck you, I'm not joining that platform. So it is is it possible, you think, that some of these some of these other companies who have been doing this for a while would be able to turn that model around to something along those same lines and still keep a level of success? Or do you think it's kind of, you have to pick what side you want to be on? Well, I think that's a, I think that's a good model for blockchain games that have built themselves and they're trying to appeal to a wider base. There's no need for established gaming companies now to try to step out and be the, uh, the first mover on, on converting their games over into something NFT based. It's just the players hate NFTs. I mean, they just hate them. I was listening to uh, uh, playable, the playable interview yesterday. And, mm -hmm. you know, that mm -hmm. was a question that came up. How do you, how do you solve for that? I mean, you know, there's someone in the industry uh, who's literally tasked with solving that question. No clue. You know, we, we still haven't cracked that nut yet of what's going to, what's going to bring people on board and it's an it's an it's almost infuriating because you know that people would want that if they if they could really sort of take the stench of crypto off of it the <laughs> you know everything that's going on with crypto all the all the rug pulls in the space and now there's really no you that the name it's almost the name is toxic right nft nft ownership like i wish you could just we could come up with a, a new name for it uh, something that just doesn't sound because people think nfts they think apes right they think profile pics right click save as yeah. jpegs you know they're not really thinking about the utility and uh, what it does and what it represents to you as a player to really own that and and not be inside the walled garden but I was reading on, um, I was reading up on something, and I got to this, uh, the 22, or I'm sorry, the the worst gaming trends of 2022, or the the worst moments of 2022, and you better believe what was on that list was NFT gaming. <laughs> NFT gaming is still a thing, you know. That was that's one of your most popular sort of gaming journalism spots, and they just there's no there's no there's no love, there's no on the other side. It's just venom, venom, venom. You know, I just people people don't see it. And um, it's, you know, what else was on that list was that games are going to $70, right? The, the normalization of a $70 game. And that was higher on the list. So I thought that and I go, oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> let me tell you about blockchain gaming then. And then right, right down the list was NFT, NFT games. Yeah, they threw out some good examples. And really, they, they, they brought up examples that you think would normalize it, right? They brought up um, Dr. Dr. Disrespect's doing an NFT game. Uh, Will Wright, who's doing Vox first, got a got a shout right in that article. Not that that's necessarily mm -hmm. what you want, but um, <laughs> you know they're they're almost giving it 
credibility by saying these are people that you respect and they see something enough to try to get involved with it. But at a, at a, at a, just a player level, it's just, it's just not there. Right. Is it, is it barriers? Barriers are part of it. Is it, it's, is it NFTs themselves? Is it the name? Is it, you know, crypto bros? Is it Dogecoin? Is it, you know, all these people that just kind of in that, in that moment got sort of rich for, I mean, doing, doing nothing really. Right. Buying a, buying a, buying a dog coin, buying a, this, this currency that the, everyone's trying to so fervently eradicate, you know, with, uh, regulate. And, and, you know, we had that, that bill from, uh, Senator Warren, I can't think of the full title of that bill right oh now. My God, I'm actually yeah. in C, and I, I, we haven't really mentioned it in this part of the cast yet, but that's the space I come from. I come from banking. I come from payments. You know, the movement of money, how people pay, all the regulation, all that stuff, that's that's my whole jam, right? I actually um, came into crypto because I was um, trying to learn the other side. I was like sick of arguing with Bitcoin people about how it's fake money. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and I was like, you know, but I really don't know what the, what the hell I'm talking about. So I went, I, I literally bought books and uh, sort of read up on it, understood what it was, understood what they're going for. There's got to be some sort of value here if everyone's going for it, but it takes... It takes a long time to, to get there. And uh, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge is just getting away, getting away from the idea that this is crypto. You know, it's really just, I don't know how you do that, but asset so, ownership is, is, it doesn't even just have to be on a blockchain, right? Uh, um, Rockstar could just say, hey, we're going to let you, we're going to make a little marketplace and we're going to let you, you know, trade your items out and, and if you can figure out how to get that coin into dollars, then that's on you. That's not us. But uh. yeah, that that well, that's kind of why I asked the question, right? So you, if you have a platform that makes it optional, will that still deter the traditional gamers? You think, or do you think the platform has to just be no NFTs, no crypto whatsoever to keep keep those people happy? I mean, what? We're trying to crack the puzzle on this, yeah. and, and you've you've gone very deep on this before. So that is why I respect the way that you're approaching this. You you seem to understand the basics so well. I love how you're you're kind of wrapping that around the whole experience. So if we if we eliminate that completely and just make it completely optional, do you think that's still a roadblock? I don't think it matters at the end of the day, right? It's got to be a good game. If the game is good, the people will come. If it's a good enough game that people are engaged in it and, um, you know, streamers are willing to stream it and and get their audiences on board and not have to worry about, uh, you know, is this game only good, only appealing because it has an earn function? Is it only appealing because, you know, there, there are NFTs that you can sell if you wanted to sell them? You know, it's just the, the game has to be good first. If the game is engaging, I think that'll solve a lot of problems. You know, um, when I think about bringing in my sort of non, non-initiated friends into this, it's not, it's not a question of whether I can get them to open an account or, or anything like that. It's like, is this game good enough that me and my buddies are going to sit around, want to play it for a few hours on a Friday night, you know, have a few beers and bullshit. Um, right. Once we get that, you know, even if you think there's a game out there that matches that criteria, you, you know, you personally, uh, 
good games. I, I love this uh, analogy because it's so it's so true that you know good games are like good restaurants. Even if it's <laughs> good, it does not mean it's going to be successful. It does not mean people are going to come in the door. You know, it may just be there's other games out there. The attention's already so divided, but it's it's almost like capturing lightning in a bottle you know you really have to if the game is good the people will come if we can get some really good games you know deep deep play loops and things like that 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 keep people hanging around and uh i don't i don't don't know that we're really there yet something that you could just grind for hours and the story is constantly unfolding and and things like that that'll keep people engaged but if we can get something that yeah right the the nfts um but anyway, so kind of rambling there a bit, but yeah, it's the, it's the quality of the game. That'll, <laughs> that'll solve a lot of, that'll heal a lot of wounds, you know, if people can get involved. If you're willing to step out, bring your friends in, you know, and tell them, we, you know, we're going to have some fun playing this and they agree, then, then that's going to, I don't, I don't think people will care. It's like, oh, I don't have to do NFTs. Well, you know what? Eventually I play this game enough. Might as well go through the process, get signed up, you know, Hey, I can, I, I got this, uh, rare skin for playing um you know an event a year ago and everyone really wants it and i can turn that into you know more items better items stuff that i actually want or crypto or whatever you know but it's not going to be the game needs to be there right it has to be and it's not necessarily the game's fault if it isn't so well how about the how about so we know about the experience of the game we know about the onboarding what about the platform itself? What do you think makes a good customer experience on the platform? What are some of the things that traditional gamers would want to see once they sign up for their account and maybe there's five, six games that, that they can pick from? What, is there features, a store, a, a chat room? What, what, it, what do gamers want to see when they, when they onboard? I think it's content. You know, it's, 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 uh, what, what you can grind for if it's battle passes, if it's season passes, you know, but you just, I think it's going to be keep getting stuff. You, you, you know, that uh, that little dopamine hit every time you, you level up <laughs> and you get a new, you get a new item drop. And there are a lot of games that are successful now that have that in there. And I think that kind of drives their success, but that wasn't mm-hmm. always, you know, that's part of ongoing development. Um, Rocket League is one. They didn't have battle passes for the longest time. You know, they had low player bases for a very long, <clears throat> excuse me, very long time. It was um, just a small, a small studio, Psionics in San Diego. They had a game, kind of got some heat and it picked up a, a few streamers and they, they just stuck with it. But, you know, now that game is, is pretty popular, I think, right? Not many people don't know Rocket League, haven't seen it. Um, I, I assume it does well financially, but <laughs> It, uh, it took a lot to get there. I mean, I, I played that game for a couple thousand hours, you know, very early on in its process. And just I, I like to use that to apply that to a lot of what we can expect for blockchain gaming. It's it's um, it's going to take a long time and it's it's got to be it's got to be a game that you, you can have fun, you know, and everything else the paying for battle passes and and the items and all that stuff and, and being willing to, you know, keep the game going financially because they are all businesses at the end of the day. Um, of you know, it's going to take a long, long time. A lot of, it's going to take even longer, I think, to change minds here, but uh, 
time is the biggest thing. Time and patience, I think, and and getting that one that one hit. You get one hit, like one game that really brings people in. Doesn't matter if it's is it Gala, is it Miria, is it Evio, is it um, I can't even, is it playable? Is it going to be on there? Just the one that brings enough people in to not be so afraid of NFTs. We need we need a hit on one of them, a, a, a smash hit. So as as the companies like there's different models, obviously, and we talked last night to playable and they have a different tokenomics model. EVIO has a tokenomics model. Um, You also like drill down with Gala and things like that that have maybe models within each game that might be different. All this experimenting with play and earn. what do you think is is personally what would you what would you find most attractive like a play to own a play to earn or something different completely they all have they all have potential right um it depends on the on the game it depends on what you want out of it i if if i'm seeing tokens i know and i know uh cfa's talked about this before already if i'm seeing tokens i want uh a token in a game you know i don't mm-hmm. i like the multiple token approach um boo <laughs> <laughs> i know i know i know um but just it, it's got to be some sort of value for the time so is it is it tokens is it items is it is and it rarely is for any game no matter how good it is is it just the 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 thrill of the victory you know you, you like that it level up progression it's got to be something to keep keep people there so uh one of the things i was thinking about and i wanted to run this by you with all of this it it seems to always focus on a token right so what if you had a combination of both what if you earned gems let's say Mm. right and those gems you could then select either tokens with it or NFTs with it. And you can change your mind anytime you went back to your lobby, right? So uh, mm-hmm. your earn in the game is is these database tokens. And then that way, earn isn't, I guess, pigeonholed into a token, per se, that's going to get pulled out and maybe sold and that screws with economies and you know you get butthurt people left and right you could then choose how you want to use it there's a couple of models that are experimenting that way like spider tanks is kind of doing something like that with uh being able to get your upgrades which kind of is sort of like an nft but you know i i wonder if if giving choices on different things might might ease the tension a little bit with that pressure of, you know, this token has to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. That's always, it doesn't matter how, how fun the game is or, or how much you want to make that the, the, the focus. If, you know, everything is wrapped around a, a monetary value and that doesn't hold up, it's going to, it's going to take a little of the shine off it. It's, it's a, it's a hard mountain to climb. You know, is it, is a token in every game, even really necessary you know if we're just talking about owning your items take any game now it doesn't have 
Um, yeah, well, I guess that's not really totally true. Even, you know, Fortnite has a uh, V bucks and all that. And there is some sort of currency, but it's, it's just how you, you pay along to get the, the items, right? It's not, it's not, once, once you put it in, it's, it's theirs. It's, it's, you know, just database numbers. Now it doesn't have any, any value. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I don't, yeah. Sounds, yes, sir. sounds like you're talking about a very mature economy that can be able to switch back and forth at the user's whim. And I think that when I hear you make suggestions that you assume that everything's already mature and not taking into account the reality that this shit's all brand new right now. Mm -hmm. They're still they're just winging it, all of them. Um, you know, uh, Star Atlas, Miria, uh, playable, everybody's winging it. And it's like, well, that's how come, point. how come you can't do this absolutely perfect thing and make it work fine? And it's like, no, that's not what I said it. at all. Okay. What I'm saying is, is this is experimentation, right? So this is, this is like ideas and thoughts that can come out there for another experiment at some point, because no one's been able to crack this code yet with being able to get gamers over that bridge onto the, the mm -hmm. other type of gaming. So there's all kinds of experiments with all these different companies and all these different games. I, I think they're going to have to experiment a lot more. Okay. That's why Here, I brought it up. Well, here's the problem with experiments, because when you're a company that starts experimenting, which Gala Games is, for example, they're experimenting with, with virtually every game. Every game that they have has a slightly different tokenomics. And what happens is they get raked over the coals for the, doing those very same experiments. I mean, you can't have it both mm. ways. It's how they do it and when they tell you they're doing it. That's the problem. It's not the fact that they're doing it. Oh, so well, I think so I think for... anything I think it yes, every every problem that we have in, in the world right now can really burn down to how you do it. Are we doing democracy correctly? Well, no. Depends on no, how no, you do it. You're... Are we doing fiat money correctly? Yeah, it depends on how you do it. Every company, every country does fiat money just slightly different. Well, okay, so you have people right now. Uh, let's use let's use spider tanks as the example. I can go in the spider tanks discussion room. And there's probably 20 people right now that have been playing this game for two weeks that still don't understand how the fuck they earn anything. <laughs> okay. So despite, despite, despite people telling you specifically how that happens, there's a light paper. There's people explaining this on a daily basis. I mean, you, at a certain point, you've got to realize that people are given this information. It, it, am I close crisp with, with, with well, this? I think, yeah, I, it's, the info is out there, right? But is that's not? I, I mean, you're, you're you're talking. We talked about the the quality of people <clears> in <throat> uh, Faz Radio, right? All very intelligent people, you know, uh, knowledgeable in a wide range of subjects. Um, even they're not totally sure exactly and, how it all works. And right. So, so you, here's it, the problem. Know. The problem with with P2E games in general is the very concept is is hard to grasp. It's not like and it's certainly not at the point where you can plug in your Atari 2600, slap in a cartridge and go. At the very least, you will have to set up an account 
and then and then you might be able to you know i'd love the idea of, of issuing people hardware keys for uh for for their wallets but whatever the case somebody would have to do it but whatever the case is that's a very mature uh evolution of that technology of of technology is to be able to do that that's you, you know, I thought it was immature with the Atari 2600, and then I started seeing what's happening nowadays, and users have to know so much with blockchain just, just in order to get to play. Yep. Um, EVIO does a great job of, well, you could play, and we'll just keep all the money, uh, or you can set up a wallet, and then <laughs> and then we'll, we'll help you out. Great. EV.io might be a, a good leader to follow in that case, and I hope. They, they use that to their advantage because they there there is an advantage there. They're a first mover on that concept. Um, it's funny because Gala Games has been mentioning that very same thing for what over a year now where you could just go in and play. Right. Right. And for yeah, whatever I don't, reason, I don't think um, setting up an account is probably too much to ask, but certainly, you know, MetaMask and, and what that is. And it's just it's a foreign concept. Maybe it is. Um, um, Email was hard to Teaching set up in the early '90s too. You know, in order to get an email account, it was it was problematic, and then and then you really didn't need an email account for anything. Once you got to the point where you needed an email account for things, a lot of security was in place, and Google made things a lot easier. So it used to be that people had their email on on an email um, application on their computer, and. That kind of changed around the mid-90s when Yahoo started offering web email with Yahoo email. And I thought, oh, my God, that shit's going to get hacked in a, in a day. <laughs> and, it, and it's actually now the, dominated, the dominating way of doing email. So there's going to be certain easy ways that are, that are going to be figured out after a while. But we're looking right now saying you guys have to do all this or, or you know, you guys are doing this wrong. We barely are learning about this this ourselves mm -hmm. and these things that we're criticizing were being programmed two and three years ago i mean townstar was being programmed two and three years ago um we didn't know all that stuff that we know now we're, we're looking at that stuff in hindsight that's why i'm such an apologist if anything i'm an apologist for realism it's let's get real if grandma can't do it it's going to be hard grandma can't do it right now Yep. I absolutely agree. Yep. There's, there's just too many, too many steps, even, even a MetaMask. It's, it's simple enough in theory, just a browser extension, you know, did you, but did you really, but did you really write down your 12, your 12 words? And if you did, mm -hmm. what did you do with them? And do you really understand that that's like the, the end all be all? Like if, if you don't protect that with all your being, there's no, there's no recourse. It could Nobody all be gone. Nobody truly, truly understands that. And they won't until it becomes very mainstream. I, I don't think that there's going to be a way to solve that unless an application or, or company stewards that for you, in which case they are, they're, they're holding your crypto. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> They're custodying your account if they're custodying your your, your catch your, your seed phrase. That's yeah. what we're used to. We're used to actually getting our password back from Google when we forget it. We're used to forgetting passwords. It's okay, well, now I got to do 2FA and, and give them an email address and stuff like that, but I can get my password and get it reset. Well, now you're talking about financial accounts, which can have you know tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in it. A password reset is the hacking vector for accounts. 
if you control somebody's Gmail, you probably control a lot of their life. Uh, great. If, if you were to get somehow get your seed phrase that way through Gmail, then wh whatever account you get, you just start looking for emails with, with, with uh, key phrases in it. And then you yeah. can just take their money. So well, that's the problem is the easier they get with trying to keep it easy for people, the more vulnerable it becomes. So you have to strike a balance there between making this shit hard and keeping it simple enough to where people can do it. Well, cash is extremely easy to use. If I hand you a hundred dollar bill, you have a hundred dollars. If uh, you hand it to Crisp, he has a hundred dollars. If somebody interrupts our transaction, they have a hundred dollars. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> great. Well, we can do that with crypto too. That's the most useful way of doing things. And it's and it's a service in that case to to guarantee the safety of that hundred dollars. If you have a an armored tank, an armored vehicle carrying it to crisp, that's a service that provides security. Fine. Crypto can do that too. But that's called custody, and, and custody has a lot of laws around it. Well, it's a spectrum, isn't it? What's going to work and what what's what's right? Uh, what's Everything what's the right spectrum, idea? And, and what's the uh, what's what you want out of a decentralized game? And is there really even such a thing? Is it even really possible? I, my my thought is that Gala Games actually Gala Games and Myria and and Playable they all represent. We're going to have a bunch of games, and you only need to register once, and then you can play any of these yeah. games. Great, there's Steam. And that's wonderful because before Steam is you had to download each game. You might have had to create an account on each game and you had to remember the password. That's if they're online games. Uh, unfortunately, before Steam, there was there's less online stuff than there is now. But if Steam wasn't there, then you would be having to make accounts for every place. So people aren't realizing what they're getting out of out of Gala Games and Myria and Playable. And that's where I think they're dropping the ball. Uh, where Gala Games is dropping the ball is, oh my God, they could do so much better on communication. They could make it so much easier to walk people through things. They they can write write a fucking song. You know, remember the Big Mac song? All beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on sesame seed. But now you know everything on a fucking Big Mac. Okay, so why don't you do that with make a song for protecting your keys? You could do do it in a sentence or two. Do you have any musicians here in the in the in your community? You can get them working on it. We'll Maybe just dump. The, uh... We're just idea we're, people. It's we're going to put all our need to do something. all our seed phrases will be in the Discord later, and they'll write songs for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I think it's so. It's it's a, it's going to be a combination of a lot of things. You know, I think Gala has a hardware wallet. I'm not hardware wallet. Web three wallet integration coming soon. You know, really that depending on how that works out you it may be you know you can use that same ethereum wallet on miria and gala not that that's probably the best um way to go about it from a security standpoint but uh you can essentially in that you can go across um ecosystems but it's really even if you solve that part i think we the the the, the place that we have to start is you know NFTs aren't bad. The conversation needs to change around NFTs. I saw something um, somewhere, somewhere in the Discord, and someone brought up a great point, and it was it's one of my favorite examples of, of normalizing NFTs, and it's Reddit. 
they just gave them out. I gave them out by the tens of thousands, and the the hate was immense when it first happened. People hated them. There were subreddits that were banning users who had NFT profile pics. I mean, it was really <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was one of those things where you'd ask, why would Reddit allow that? That's like their product, and their. But anyway, I digress on that one. But slowly, you could see the conversation changing, and that's one of the great things about. Uh, these communities, right? They did Reddit and Discord, and you can see the conversations sort of happening in real time. And uh, you could see, you know, the cryptocurrency subs and, and all that, just like, oh, F this. I mean, even the crypto people weren't really big on NFTs. Uh, and that still may be true to some degree. But then they, you know, they get them and they start playing around with them and they see that, uh, you know, how OpenSea works and all that. I mean, and it does... entrepreneurs get a hold of it. <laughs> well, you know, hey, it, that's that's just the, the the way the free market flows, but uh, semi-free market. And, um, but, uh, so anyway, it, it was a great example of normalizing NFTs, but it's a very slow process. It happens very slow. You know, people don't want to react right away to that. They, they, it's still got a, it's got, it's got, a, it's got a stank on it. I hate to, I hate to say it, but it's, it's got a, it's got a real nasty flavor to it still. You know, where everyone sees the SBFs and uh, uh, the, I should say the FTXs and and all that, and it's just NFT is crypto. Crypto is scam. Well, there's just a, it's, it's a it's a hard barrier to ask anyone. I was to, watching to CNN them. just yesterday, and there's some actor that's on there who wrote a book mm -hmm. talking about how uh, uh, crypto is a scam, and he's just flat out saying crypto itself is a scam, and he 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 cites a lot of things like you know crimes that are happening, and it's an easy vector and stuff like that. He has a lot of good points, but a lot of these people continue. To conflate the fact, my favorite word is conflate, according to uh, uh, Mr. Titan there, they conflate the vector with the crime. It's like, okay, you can shoot and kill somebody. You can shoot and kill somebody with a gun, or you could do it with, I don't know, uh, you, could, you, could, you could somehow accelerate a knife towards somebody and do the same thing. You can come up with a potato gun and kill people with potatoes. Well, you're going to ban potato guns now because they're not regulated? properly it's like it's the same fucking thing so uh if you have something that's completely different and you kill somebody with it we know that it's illegal and it's going to have some slightly different ways like a, a flamethrower for example that kills in a different way than a gun would so there there'd be a different way of regulating flamethrowers but you know the People, whenever they see something new, they see, oh, my God, it's out of control. We can't control it. Therefore, it's dangerous. It needs to be banned. But all the entrepreneurs are thinking the opposite. They're, they're like, oh, my God, this is so new. We could, we could totally transform society with it. And so there's – unfortunately, the entrepreneurs are in the, in the minority. Most people, when they don't understand things, in, in my observation – they, they don't like it. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens, it's kind of funny. Any, any of these things, like when the internet first, first came out, I was, I was younger for that, but I was paying a lot of attention. People didn't like the internet. They just liked brick and mortar stores. Oh, I like to go in and try things on myself beforehand. I like to do this. I like to do that. And even in 1994, I was saying things like, what if they just mailed it to you and you could send it back? You can do that with things right now. And it's, it's about people getting used to a new way of doing things. And so most people hate it. Yeah. But if you're an entrepreneur that, that invests in something and, you're, and culture changes, oh, my God, 
you're 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 in the money. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to change those minds. It's not impossible. I, um, you know, uh, Zorro. I don't hope you don't mind me addressing some of your comments here. Yeah, I was just yeah, going to go there next. There He's been there. typing away over there. Face. Yeah. It's what new. Real quick, new. Ob. Yeah, you're you're right. But I think the question the the uh, Gala Wallet's a native Web three seed phrase based wallet. Of course, you could use that somewhere else. I think it's just the um, they still have sort of you know, we don't really know how they handle the private key and all that stuff. They create it for you. And I think it's good for them to, to push forward that, you know, sort of taking that burden off of themselves. So, and in that it would sort of become this, uh, you could take that same, same wallet anywhere, but that's, that's a good point. That's, that is a good point. It's, it's sort of already there in a way. Yep. And mm -hmm. uh, this, this guy here is Zorro. He's, he does think that, you know, the ecosystems are too fresh. It's, <clears throat> New that probably is, comes from when you were talking about maturity of the new space. things happen. New things happen slower than we'd like them to. Um, it's kind of funny uh, here being here in the United States. You hear about a lot of things that happen in Europe and Japan before they ever happen here. It's like the rest of the world can deal with certain things. There's certain things that never happen here that happen elsewhere. Like uh, Japan, you can actually go buy used underwear in a vending machine. Don't put why am I why is my face the big one when you're going through this? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Used underwear in vending machines. Yeah, of all <laughs> so things, can, that's what he brings up. <laughs> well, I was I wasn't trying to say that that was a uh, a technological wonder. I'm just saying that they do a lot of things in other countries that we would never do here. Um, <laughs> Japan is actually a place where they they have a lot of uh, new technology uh, before we see it over here. And of course, the newer technology is a bit more buggy and stuff like that, but they, they get it first. And by the time we see it, they've had it for five to 10 years. I kind of think that's what's happening with crypto. I think crypto come. I think those things actually probably were offered in the United States and got shut down really quick. You know, any, any new technology. And so this is where we're watching it happen in real time. Why but, do you think that is? Why do you think? The U.S. has fallen so far behind in technology because we got used to just sitting back and having it available and done ahead of time. Or do you think we're just more stupid over here? We want it to be safe. A uh, long time ago, uh, I lived in Portugal and they have this thing several times a year in Portugal where they'll uh, they do this in Spain better than Portugal. But uh, they, they, they let bowls run in the streets. And in Spain, they actually have a, a running of the bulls where they go run down a specific path. But uh, they, uh, uh, but where I was in Portugal, they they let bulls run in the street and they tie a, a cord to it and let it, you know, bump its way down the street. And pe people would tease the bull and stuff like that. Never, that would never happen here in the United States. Why? Because that's animal cruelty. Um, they they have a lot of lot of uh, just the cultural differences. We, we see technology differently than, than other countries. Uh, we, we see finance differently. We want everything to be safe. If, if, you can't, if, uh, if you're going to mm -hmm. do anything with technology or with money, it's got to be safe. I'm actually surprised that self-driving cars ever got approved at all because the number one problem they had with it was, okay, the car's going down the street and it's going to, it, it's, the brakes go out 
and it's got to hit something, either a grandma walking down the street or a baby in a carriage, which would it choose? Yeah, that's a question that they that they would run all the AI through, like what the AI would choose. And that that was their 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 gold standard. Humans, we we wouldn't know what we choose. We just go ah, and then we we just hit something. But AI AI should know better. And so now we have a, a higher standards. Like AI has the ability to pay attention. It should go after the grandma rather than the baby. And so eventually, I think they solved that one just by saying it should keep the people in the car safe. Because who the fuck's going to ride in a car that, that's going to that's destroy, that, that's you know going to drive into a wall and kill you rather than the people on the street? Some people might do that intentionally, but the AI, you know, what's the AI going to do? Because it doesn't need to save its own life. So, I mean, there's, there's all of these weird questions that we put across that other countries are just like, self-driving car, let's do it. We're, we're putting that scream on a short, just so you know. Scream on a short? Yeah, what? when you were when you were demonstrating and screaming about the car, yeah, we're gonna put that on a short. That was good. Screenshot that. Do, do you need all the faces so that you can do something with with my face? <laughs> no. Well, I agree with the five to ten years, but I don't think it's it's uh, incomplete until that point, right? It's it's just until you get until we get the games we see um, traditional games, Web two games we see today, the ones that you really think of when you think of you know, big, big time, big impact, you know, uh, so very popular. You're going to play them with your, you know, your friends and then everyone's going to buy it out on launch day. There's, there's a way, I think there's a way to go, but it's not going to take five years to um, see any progress. It's just going to be, it's going to be a very slow progression. I mean, that's probably just a, a reasonable it's gonna time slip frame its for way games in. in general. Yeah. It's going to slip it, its it, way in. It's all of a sudden it's going to be happening and we're going to be like, what the fuck? When did this start? It'd be like three years ago. Really? I thought that <laughs> yeah. shit was illegal. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's all those things together. And I know I'm being a little uh, sort of pessimistic on, on it, but it's because, you know, coming from a uh, sort of a um, first world financial security you know people want that that financial security like you, you said faz and we're, we're used to it we expect it we expect recourse you know when something goes wrong when a transaction goes bad and and um you know you're not it's uh the the fight for some people is different than for others what you're trying to escape with uh what you're trying to get away from or, or improve with with web3 gaming you know so if, if you're in a in a country with a less secure banking system you know, maybe it's it's like we need to get to this a lot quicker. This makes sense. I'm ready to go. Like, I don't expect, you know, someone to be able to save my uh, wallet if I give up my seed phrase. That's just, you know, I don't, I don't expect every transaction to be uh, I can charge it back to the company, you know, if it's if I don't if I didn't get what I wanted or something like that. So so uh, the, the big the big cultural uh, another big cultural thing I see with the United States is um we're we are used to people managing everything for us. We're used to Google managing our password for the banks, managing our money and, and everything else. We are a lot stupider than than people in other countries, mm. uh, I think, because we're <laughs> well, other countries. I, I, mm -hmm, that, have, they, but I didn't I didn't mean to agree. I just kind of was like, yeah, I'm still they, I'm they might they, they might have evil dictatorships that take away your control. But uh, we voluntarily give it away. It's like, wow, I got a pile of money. Let me go find a bank to put it in. Why? Well, because somebody's got to watch this shit. It's 
And all the bank does, as soon as they get your money, they just go loan it out to other people. And then if the bank fails, they go, oh, we're sorry. You know, well, at least there's there's a, there's the, the Fed's backing, what, $150,000, the FDIC insurance thing? 250. Oh, is it 250 now? It's 250. So fine. At least we have insurance for banks for when they fuck it up because they fucked it up so many times in the past. At least <laughs> right, that. Right, right. But we're, we're not used to managing our money ourselves. We're not yeah, used our... to managing a lot of, I mean, our, our cars, they have car insurance. It's you, you're, I don't know. A lot, you're, a lot you're... of different, a lot of different thresholds for the, for the risk. That's, that's you know, my it, apoplectic look. It's like, I can't believe the people so much want to be taken care of that they would shut all the doors to doing it manually themselves. Yeah. So I, I look, I, I'm, I'm totally on board with uh, blockchain games, a- asset ownership. The whole thing makes sense. You know, we can sort of debate the tokens, whether those are necessary or not. But, uh, you know, if you're going to pay into something, then you should own it. I mean, I think that's probably a, a reasonable request and well, if not it's certainly a great feature you know we, we I, I talked about that why... last night actually when you play a game you're actually creating value and if you're if you're if you earned i don't know ten thousand gems in a game that real value it was t- it took you time to do that so why not be able to cash it in and give it to somebody else you might get sick of playing a game, and so you'll just hand it to your son or something and say, hey, can you, you just use my account from now on because I got it up really high. Well, now you don't have to just give it to a family member. You could sell it to anyone, and that's what's mm-hmm. nice about NFTs. But the moment that you give somebody, you say, okay, there's value in a game, and you could, you could sell this to somebody else. People want this and this and this and this and this because they see all these outgrowths of it, and they're like, how come you haven't guaranteed this? How come you haven't done this? How come you haven't refunded me this? How come you haven't paid me back? Which is what, what Titan was saying earlier. How come you're not making sure that I'm not screwed with money? It's just, this is value you're creating yourself in a game, but people aren't realizing that they have all these wants that they want to staple on top of that. Yeah. Right. Your turn, Titan. I, I don't remember saying what you had me saying. You said what, things what... similar. That's what I got. Well, yeah. well, yeah, it, it was similar. Um, it, it had to do with the experimentation, right? So I think the experimentation is a wonderful thing. I think trying new ideas to try and get these concepts on this side of the gaming to be different. I think the timing of a lot of those experiments and the way that they're communicated and brought out to the people is being done in a really irresponsible way. So people are creatures of habit. You were just talking about how people have their their set ways in the banking system and what should be and shouldn't be. People also have that expectation when they come in to playing a game, especially if they're going to be laying out tremendous amounts of money for it. And It's all fine and good if the rules change, as long as everybody can agree before $12,000 has been spent on a game. And then you spend that $12,000 three months later. Oh, by the way, this is completely different now. And that's where people throw their hands up and go bananas. All right. So I think I think if if these experiments are done, it has to be known up front what to what to expect. 
And if that does change and it hurts the player in any way, the company who made that change should be the one to face that responsibility financially. That's all. I don't think that's too much to ask. Well, d- define hurt. Right. So if if you bought an asset for a thousand dollars, with the with what was said that was supposed to be the utility and the earnings of this NFT, <clears throat> and then three months later they come out and they say, "Oh, by the way, in order to get the most out of this NFT." you need to buy an additional NFT so that it'll work the way that you want it to work. Okay, let's let's wait. Let, let me unpack that because you have two things together that I want to make sure that, that people really understand. When I first started buying NFTs, uh, gaming NFTs, the first, the only thing that I thought was this NFT would be useful and I could resell it. So whether or not, and I know you might be, you, you talk about spider tanks and their drop pods. Whether or not you have a drop pod, that spider tank that you bought has value and can be used. The drop pod means you can do something additional with it, like rent it out. That's important because when you buy an item, this, this, I, I want to, I'm going to, I'm not going to say Star Wars action figures, but I'm going to say a vehicle. You go buy yourself a truck. You have a truck. You can use your truck. But now you want to rent out a truck. Well, maybe in order to rent that truck out, maybe Chevrolet or something can make it easier for you to rent it out. Maybe they're the only way that you can rent it out. And so you'd have to buy something from them. You don't have to rent it out. You don't have to do that. In fact, you don't even have to rent it out in Gala's way with drop pods. You can go rent it out your own way if you can figure it out on the blockchain. So you bought a tank. For them to add functionality for this tank that you can rent it out in a specific way, that's a new feature. So let's just get that out of the way because the way that you're doing, you're, you're talking about this is they are upping the ante and making it so that I have to pay more to get what I want out of it. No, you bought the tank when you knew that there was a tank. And then when the when the drop pods can't come, came along and maybe you have to start buying some drop pods, that's your fee to rent. At the moment, they don't they don't have any any prices for the drop pods and I'm expecting that they won't be $5,000. I'm expecting that they would be a lot lower. But whatever the cost, that's still a new feature on top of the fact that you bought a tank. Let's get that out of the way before you start complaining about something else. Now, if if they made it to where you couldn't use the tank at all unless you paid more money, that is different. I should have focused mm. me for that, but that's okay. They can look at your face. <laughs> I, I'm having trouble concentrating on all the focusing here. We need a we need a focusing person. We have a job. <laughs> need a producer, yeah. yeah. We, we need a producer. We we pay a big fat goose egg right now for it, but you'd be able to move our pictures around like, <laughs> like this. <laughs> Anyway, it'd be, a, it'd be a lot of responsibility though if you bring up that uh, uh, vending machine and you got the wrong face up. <laughs> that's that's when they blow me out yeah. or, or mute me. But yeah. but you know I, that's why I'm going after Titan and continue to go after Titan mm-hmm. on these these additional things that you have to buy. No, you don't have to buy a goddamn thing. You bought a tank. You can go speculate on that all you want. You can go on OpenSea. You can go sell that very same tank. You can go play with the tank in the game. 
You got what they advertised. You got what they're paying for. Make a short out of that, Mr. Titan. Uh, no, because I still think you're wrong. Um, no compensation necessary. There's no compensation <laughs> necessary. No. So, so listen, that that's part of the experimentation, like I said, but that <clears throat> should have been addressed at the beginning because <clears throat> part of the marketing they used to sell those tanks was the ability to rent them out and didn't say it was going to cost anything. Okay. More. I bought a Chevy truck somewhat recently and I see commercials where I can drive this truck off road. I can drive it. I can drive it through mud. I can drive it, uh, go rock climbing with it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Well, sure guess what? I have to buy fucking different tires for that. Okay, I I can't I can't just take a stock Chevy Colorado or a stock Chevy Silverado and go do all the things that I hear about. It's like, hey, I need to go get my truck bed lined if I don't want to damage the paint in it. I need to go get better tires if I want to race it. I need to get better tires if I want to go off roading with it. I need to. There's innumerable things. Maybe I I want to have fog lights on it. Or something like that, aftermarket fog lights, because I bought it without them. But all the commercials show the fully loaded Chevy Colorado and the fully loaded loaded Chevy Silverado. How come I couldn't get that one? Well, you could, but you you have to pay more. And they would have told you that up front, not six months after you bought it. Oh, there's 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 lots of things out there that you can buy <laughs> where they 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 make it very obvious that somebody else is going to provide that after you purchase it. Yeah, I'm just giving so, you an example, and you're 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 making it like, yeah. If, if I had, you could buy a truck right now to run your own business. They might even say that in, in the advertisement: run your own business with the truck. By the way, we don't provide anything to run a business. I mean, they'll say that in in the in the fine in the fine print, which is probably what Gala Games needs to do by saying, you won't be able to rent this out right now, but you may be charged a fee later. I mean. But they did do that. They, they said that in their discord. They said, we're thinking of, of renting out, but we, we don't want to do it until we, we get a, a fee figured out. They did that with Townstar for a while, too. So you have a point that they should definitely let you know about some things. But there's also a point in the saying you bought what you bought and they don't owe you anything else because it was not part of the package. That's not what I'm asserting. You're 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 taking this so far further down than the original concept that I was talking about, that if you're going to experiment, you just need to tell people up front how you're going to experiment and let people know what might be coming. We can we can talk about any NFT from any gaming company the same way. Right. And if you're going to charge $1,200 for this particular space outfit, okay? And then down the road, you have to buy all the accessories for that. Okay, well, all you have to do at the beginning is say, you know what, we're going to build this spacesuit and we're going to sell it as an NFT and that NFT is going to be $1,200. It doesn't come with the things you're going to want on it, such as an air tank or a glass helmet or the boots. This is just the suit because when you leave it open like that, people, their minds go and they go, Oh, I got a full space suit here. I'm buying the space suit. What do you mean? I have to buy boots later. What do you mean? I got to get a helmet and an air tank. Well, be aware so, that that's a common game that a lot of advertisers do. They don't tell you the full story. 
They don't but tell that's, you. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not experiment away, but just give people enough information up front. That's it. That. That's all I'm asking for. Well, I, I think that I was reacting to a lot of things that you've said in the past, including last night, and because now you're sounding very, very calm and cool and collected. And I think it's been a little bit of an evolution uh, here. Remember, when you buy a car, you actually have to go get a license with somebody else before you can even drive the thing. You can't you can't drive it without some other entity that is not the car dealer um, in order to actually drive it off the lot. Just saying. Can you really can you reconcile those those two things? Um, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Setting expectations and uh, experimenting. Is it is that even is that possible to say we're okay with experimenting but set the expectations? The, so the here the problem the problem with what what Titan is also saying from a different angle is is more of a legal angle. Look, you need to you need to let people know what they're getting, and you see those on drug commercials right now. When when you when you watch TV and you see I don't know something for Lipitor, you find seven that they say in the subtext. They even say it out loud now, 17 dozen ways of which you can die if you take Lipitor. Well, that's being very upfront and honest about it. And of course, the commercials only have time to show happy, smiling people running around playing volleyball because Lipitor apparently <laughs> it involves that. What do we do? Uh, we're not going to tell you. Just ask your doctor. You know, and so you, you see how they, they solve it in the medical mm -hmm. industry. Um, when you buy hamburgers from McDonald's. You know, they, they, they spray the, those things down with, with uh, glue and, and, and all sorts of, you know, uh, shellac and stuff to make those, those burgers look shiny and tasty and wonderful. But if you eat, ate that actual burger, you'd probably die of food poisoning. So there's, there's a certain marketing direction that I think is being kind of overlooked in all this. And I think maybe Gala Games and other P2E game, gaming companies are taking advantage of you can buy this nft you can use this nft and they're like wow look at you playing the game and stuff like that and it's like oh by the way you actually you kind of need this other thing to use it like in a way that you really want to but i don't know there's game playing and then there's renting and those those are two separate things and if you you want to be upfront and honest about the whole thing then you're going to have to do a ton of homework you're going to have to put a lot of caveats on everything you say those make for shitty commercials and advertisements. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't happen with with other products. It's not going to it's not going to change unless there's a law. Unless a law comes along. Well, it, that marketing is a fine line. It it really is. And everybody has a different threshold for what um, what constitutes immorality with market. And every sector too it's financial might be different than food might be different than vehicles so i'm giving you mm. a bone here faz because uh, talk about spectrums i i will give you a spectrum with marketing just not with decentralization oh the spectrums i'm sorry to break this to you but spectrums apply to every word in the fucking english language <laughs> it's, it, you're not going to get over it everything is a spectrum we live in an analog world. We don't live in a digital world. We don't, our world is not off and on. Our, our world is maybes. That's all, that's the best you're going to get. It's two to one here on this one, Titan. I, I'm. Woohoo! 
<laughs> well, that's the last time I invite Chris on here. I know. I'm supposed to be getting help. He's the genius. I'm just the dummy oh, who tries no, to help no. everybody. If, if Forged in Crypto is here, that they both team up on me, and then I. See, <laughs> you can talk sense, but if you have multiple nonsensical people, I'm the crazy one. So... <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> so on this one, I'm the I'm the nonsensical crazy one on this. Just case. for now. Just for now. <laughs> well, even even that's a spectrum, right? It's all nothing, nothing black and white. You can be smart and stupid at the same time. Ooh, that's a quantum mechanics. It. Really, really uh, goes into that as well. That's you cannot. Well, the world is not binary. The world is not absolute. You're not going to say, "I can get this for this," and then that's that's it. There's always going to be exceptions. Mm. Oops, I didn't mean to press the button. Can I get my money back? No, you fucker. I mean. Where do you get the right, even even saying you fucker? Because people will. Wow. I think we lost two viewers by by me saying that. <laughs> you're you're like amped up tonight, Faz man. You are you are hot tonight. Just getting into it. I ate some hot food last night and it's causing my stomach <laughs> issues. So maybe, now, maybe see, that's I was why. I was fired up last night. You're fired up today. Yin and yang. That's how it works. Well, I, I let you go for a while there. I had to run to the bathroom, but I, but now I'm back and I'm, I'm unloaded and ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So we've been I... going on for, for quite a while here. Uh, we, we might want to think about wrapping this up or, or what do you think, Mr. Crisp? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's fine by me. <clears throat> I hope we, uh, had a good combo and you got to to hear a little bit more about uh titan from a, a, a as a non-gamer you know what's um what people who kind of grew up in it and 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 do it a lot and what they kind of expect to see um, i want to see the atari 2600 news. direction i i, I want to see that i want to i want to be able to just buy a cartridge slap it in and play it because it's it's even your grandma can do it mm -hmm. um an interesting one and maybe it's a topic for another show but uh, just an interesting comment. Uh, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I, I'm not sure it's possible, and just want to get your guys' thoughts on it. It's yeah. uh, OB 4:46 p.m. Uh, the, 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 the solution is decentralized on-chain gaming. Um, I think he's getting to no, no, no gaming, no publisher. The game is totally on-chain. I've seen other people mention something about that. And, and is that really even possible? You know, Titan I think and I were like just that is even possible. Titan and I were just talking about this. I think it is, I, I don't know where we talked about this in the last day or two. And I was expressing a lot of doubt that it was possible because there's always going to be a, a centralized attack, a centralized vector to attack. Is somebody making the game available to you? Well, then is there an on-ramp or an off-ramp to this? Um, it could be completely on the internet. Then the centralized part, is, sorry, on the blockchain. And the way to get to the blockchain is on the internet. So then your internet service provider becomes the, the, the centralized thing. The ISP blocks the blockchain, then you won't be able to play the game. Mm. So is that centralized? Well, if everybody has an ISP, um, are the ISPs centralized? Well, kind of, sort of, yeah. Who, what ISP has the most people? So you can... So whatever way you put that into place, I, I, it's not going to work. In fact, I was even saying, is gold really decentralized? 
Um, mm -hmm. No, it's not. It I mean, out. what we think of as decentralized is we don't know where all the gold is. There could be gold underneath the ground where you are right now, and all you need to do is dig for it. But in reality, there's certain places that we know to get gold, and those places are all hogged up by by miners, you know, actual miners who are mining every single day. Um, now, there's probably asteroids out in the solar system that have gold in it. We can't get there. But if we could, you're going to find certain people going after the gold because they'll have the ability. I, I'll, I'll say Elon Musk is number one there. So... Is there anything on this planet that is completely decentralized? Well, in concept, in that it can it can propagate itself without any human help. Yes, that's decentralized. And yes, you can make games decentralized in that fashion. But once I make that argument, then people like Titan come in and say, if somebody can control anything about it, it is no longer decentralized. So it has to do with your definition. And if you're going to use all these definitions, no, you cannot have anything decentralized. If your your token that you are using, collecting, or doing something with has a CEO, it is not decentralized. It's that simple. I don't have to go on a huge diatribe. Well, you could have a game. Okay, so what I'm getting from you is if a game uses blockchain as its token, is, is the game decentralized or the token decentralized? Well, now we had a great talk with Bitbender about that. Because Bitcoin, uh, by the way, ago. is not completely decentralized. It has to do with the number of miners. There's, a, there's, there's, I, if, if you were to say decentralized means nobody has 51% uh, of, the, of the mining ability, then Bitcoin is decentralized. But there could be somebody with 49% and then all the other miners have 1%. Is that still decentralized? Well, yes and no. okay. Well, okay. So you're, you're, with with Bitcoin miners, they they don't secure the network. That's not how the Bitcoin works. Um, if you're talking about a game platform, the person who pushes the game software would be the centralized or decentralized authority. Well, so wait a minute! I just heard that on uh, some professor said that uh, to Congress. Uh, just yesterday about Bitcoin, they said, "Well, Bitcoin is centralized because there's developers writing the code." And if you look on Twitter, a lot of people are saying, "You obviously have no fucking clue of what you're talking about." It's not the programmers that make Bitcoin; it's the people that accept the fork. So Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash forked off uh, in 2017. They it, they were both Bitcoin at one point, but Bitcoin Cash forked off. And now they have another set of developers doing that. Which one is Bitcoin? Well, it's whatever people accept it to be. If everybody accepted Bitcoin Cash, that would become Bitcoin. And so the same thing would go with games. If you have a, if you have game developers pushing out a game to run on its own, then I would say whoever, who, whatever fork of that game exists would be that game. If, if, if it, this is a gala game and they put it out, yes, they'll have developers putting out. But then again, if they're going to put it out and I can copy it, well, then I can put out a clone of it. What would be different between mine and yours? Or mine and gala games is the same thing so, as with Bitcoin. So before you cut me off when I wasn't able to finish my thought, you had have... hey, real quick. Let me cut you off there. I, I just want yeah. to. I know, right? He, OB, OB what game? Two... What game are you talking about, OB? What game are you playing? 
that's that's i think he's saying he's playing a game that he would consider decentralized all right sorry go ahead i want i, I got i closed my youtube tab i couldn't uh, get back there to respond but i am i'm interested to know this um so it it depends on who is the person that has those powers or abilities right so you have the company that created a company with a ceo that created that game if they're the ones programming it not decentralized if it's a group of individuals that have no association with the game whatsoever that's doing nothing but keeping the game alive and pushing code that's completely different those are two entirely different things and that can make a difference between centralization and decentralization well you, then you have certain parts of centralization and decentralization so you can have the code be centralized but the game not be centralized or better yet you can have the code decentralized and the game not not decentralized if any of right. those fail to add up you don't have decentralized and that's what i right. was getting to earlier is you're not going to find any situation on this planet including any resource on this planet where there is decentralization going on there's always somebody controlling something but it's who is that controller that leads a a big big part of whether it can be considered there's somebody we we just maybe it was even last night was saying there has to be like maybe it was you 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 have a level a uh, score maybe a, a decentralization yeah, score, score a decentralization score and you correct. said that that felt like my my uh you you said that that felt like my I forgot the word now. Yeah. Spectrum. No, so, spectrum. That felt right. like my so, spectrum. So uh, I'm using your example to try and explain it to you because you used it. You obviously understand it. So if if you have a 10-point scale and <clears throat> you get all the, the pieces in there so that it's like a 9 <clears throat> out of 10, right, we know that that's a, a better place to be than 5 out of 10. We know that. That doesn't mean there's a spectrum of decentralization. That just means there is a better sense of decentralization, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't think we totally need to quantify it on a spectrum. I, I but that that makes a lot of sense, actually. How all you need to ask is how decentralized is something, rather than say, is it decentralized? Because as far as I'm concerned, you can't have anything that's decentralized on this planet. I think it's we're an aspiration, there. not a. Uh, yeah, I think a... we're getting there. Oh, uh, Phantom Ob, put it on here. Yeah, I, I have that uh, <clears throat> saved to take a look at that. Yeah, it's so to, to to see what's going <laughs> there. I've been playing the game for nearly two years. The code's released. So that's that's another part of it, right? So to add to your score, Faz, is, is open source is a big part of it. Is it proprietary <clears throat> and closed, or is it fully open source where anybody can inspect all of the code? I'm glad you that's asked that. That's another big part. I, right? I glad, I'm glad you asked that because I've been asking and answering the questions about open source since about 2003. And so here's the deal with open source. Open source means that you are showing your source. However, open source code 
uh, is generally licensed. In fact, it can be licensed even if you don't put a license on it at all. But uh, generally, whenever you write code, you can say you cannot use this code or you can use it only if it's shared or something. There's a lot of open source licenses out there. The same thing would probably be true if you had a mature uh, uh, play to earn blockchain game market as well. They're, they're going to have to do those kinds of things, uh, which I don't think that they're really speaking to right now. Uh, I would love to see, just like you'd have a license for use, um, a something to do something to explain how decentralized it would be or it is by the way did crisp like go away completely i see he went dark and muted yeah he he said he doesn't like you anymore he oh, okay he, he likes talking to me better i'll, I'll just do that and then when he comes back <laughs> I'll, I'll put him back um <laughs> oh there he is he's back he he heard what i was saying um so no, I didn't I didn't hear anything. I couldn't. Now I couldn't when you when you have longer. when you have open source code, you still have the code is still copyrighted. Um so there's there's a lot of things that people don't pay attention to whenever we, we start stacking these technologies. Uh if you had a blockchain game, you would have the code, you'd have the copyright, and then you'd have its deployment, how it's deployed, and then perhaps how it's used. Um you did mention that a consortium could publish a game rather than a single company. Well, if it's open source and it's and it can't be controlled on a blockchain, I could theoretically, even if it is done by a company, I can go steal that code, photocopy it, change one thing, put it out on the, the blockchain, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. So then I would get the game that I want. Unfortunately, I would have violated some laws and, you know, whatever game I copied, that company would probably try to shut it down. Uh, as far as open source is concerned, you'd be able to have as many iterations or permutations of a game as you want. If a company mm -hmm. owned it and they only, they were the only people that could and would publish it and they made it hard to do it without it, maybe there's some private keys in there or something, then of course that's not decentralized. The question is, do they want to be decentralized? Maybe they're working their way up to it. That was two very long answers to your very short question, Chris. <laughs> I, I, I doubt that'll be the last we, we so, hear about it either. Yeah. Sometimes these questions don't have short answers. No, he, they don't. I mean, tell me the purpose of life. That's a short question, has a really long answer. You could just say, well, the purpose of life is to live, or you can go into the many different things that you can do in life and, and how life is supported and all that stuff. A lot of the... The, the answer is 42. Good. See? You, you just made it into a number. The answers aren't going to be what you expect, and they're not always going to be simple. If you ask a complex question, you will get a complex answer. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, Zoro, I agree. Yeah, I, there's always going to be some part centralized. Let's hope it's the tiniest I, you know, amount I, humanly possible. If I was right about everything, I'd be beyond, uh, wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> A drink on a beach somewhere in a nice island, you know. Every time right? I've tried world. to, every time I've tried to put a bead on any specific definition, there's always somebody that comes along and changes something just slightly. And so I just argue for reality now. And when, whenever people grandstand, that's when I go after them. I think, I think Titan will have beaten me in any argument when he stops grandstanding on a specific thing. Oh my goodness! I do not grandstand. 
You mean like I you have, did earlier today? I no, I do. I have very passionate views, just like you. It's unfortunate that you're in the wrong and I'm in the right, though. <laughs> well, that's what keeps people coming back. As long as as long as we don't agree. Well, it, it's kind of funny because you teach me the technical stuff uh, as we go through this. And there, there was a lot in our, our early casts where I was just passionate about something and I'm spewing everything out. And then you'll, you'll give me this why behind the why understanding of it. And then I'm like, okay, now I get it. The, the problem is, is that when people don't have details that they don't know that they don't know, that is what causes a lot of uh, a lot of miscommunication and uh, the forming of opinions that that other people have issues with. That it's human nature, though. You can't possibly know everything about everything. I, I think I think a lot of our arguments actually have a lot to do with definitions. When it, whenever we hear about something happening in the news, especially when we look at marketing on new technologies it's easy to get the wrong idea of how they work. And I got that with the internet, various parts of the internet when they came out. And I certainly got that with, with blockchains. I didn't even understand what the hell an NFT was or what a token was for a long time. I was like a coin, a coin has tokens in them. What the, it's kind of dumb. I was like, why not just make another coin? Why do you need a token in a coin? And it took me a while to understand, oh, so the coin is actually like this. It wants to be an ecosystem and, and these tokens are Okay, like a subcoin. Yeah, that works because then they can use the same framework. That's a new concept that I didn't understand beforehand. And if you try to if you and and then by the time I was getting into it, I'm hearing people throwing around tokens left and right. This is we've got this token, this is why this is there, this is why it's a useful token, and I'm like what the fuck's a token? Most people I think on the, on this planet right now are still like what the hell is crypto? What's an NFT? Why do I even want an NFT? Why would I want to buy a JPEG and think that it's useful? Um, and, and bring that brings it right back home. That's that's the the huge uphill climb for 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 gaming. You know what what even is this? Why is it even important? Everyone's screaming scam from the rooftops. You know, not talking about gaming necessarily, but just just everything related to the ecosystem. It's uh, maybe it does need to take a take another hibernation for a bit and let people forget i, I don't know what the answer is there but um people things will become more uh things will become more ubiquitous when it's required what's going to happen is there's a company one day that's going to come along and you're simply going to need their crypto in order to do business and probably i think it might be ripple with xrp i think that they'll win that case and if you're going to send money to mexico or send money to to another country uh, you're going to need to use XRP or at least realize that it's needed. Um, and then once that happens, it'll start becoming normalized. And then we'll be the it'll, people will be like, well, you know, there's you could do that with games, too. Yeah. Fair enough. So we done. I I am. I am like spent. We've been doing an hour and a half here. I, Holy just, cow. I just beat you to death there. So, oh, my God. Down. <laughs> the future is bright a lot of promise H yeah i hang in there it's going to be a while we all need a lot of patience uh, you know 
a lot of a lot of barriers here, but we'll we'll get there. I, you know, I, we're all here because we think it's right. We think it's the right thing. We think it's the way it's going to go. We think it's the way it should be. You know, people are just building away, breaking down the barriers. We'll get there. I'm I'm very interested. Uh, this we're gonna this is gonna go onto YouTube. It's going on YouTube right now and podcast. I'm very interested in what this conversation will sound like in five or 10 years. Will people be laughing their asses <laughs> off at us um, in 20 or 30 years? If, if crypto gets big, will they be laughing at us? Because if, if crypto goes away, we're going to just sound like idiots. I mean, if, if crypto, if, if everything becomes more, uh, more centralized and more federally regulated and stuff like that, um, I think the people are going to look at us and be like, look at these idiots talking about this whole system that that is subject to scams we're we're still not safe i think yeah there's there's so many gaps to address in the in the current system now though it's it's not, neither one is perfect you know one is is trying to at least in part make up for the other and and you know maybe there's a, a symbiotic relationship there for both of them uh, they both it's co peaceful coexistence once we get uh, regulation in here which to try as we may not if whether you want it or not uh, that's that's a common we did have this with the internet I, I remember when amazon first came out by no means was i gonna was was i gonna trust putting my credit card on a website i was like is are you fucking crazy i'm not gonna type my number into a, into a computer <laughs> and of course now everybody does it but then hmm. back at, back then i didn't get into cars with strange people that, that i didn't know and now i can i can one phone do call, it all the time one get in phone every call car. i'm one phone call away from getting in a car with a strange person oh i thought yeah okay uber maybe you're just getting in random <laughs> well I, I i'm not including cab drivers because back then you you the cab drivers were strange too but at least they were vetted in some way uber they're not mm -hmm. even vetted it's just some yeah. dude it's like okay have they killed anybody nope okay he's good do they check that far? I'm not. I'm not really sure. Uh -huh. But uh, you put your credit. But you put your credit card into the website, right? Because you know if something goes wrong, banks got you covered. Do they? Is that some uh, the credit card thing? The credit, credit card, card company, right? The bank behind it and all that stuff. By the way, the a bank is just trivia. a very generic term at this point for fiat holders. There's there's the a little trivia fiat, with but... that. Um, credit card companies don't. They they just eat it. If if you get your credit card stolen. And a couple thousand dollars gets taken. They just eat the cost. They they have insurance that'll pay them back sometimes, but they'll be, it's better for them to eat it rather than give give you cause you to to worry about their safe the safety or the security of that stuff. Uh, now, if you lose, if you get like fifty thousand dollars, they might just sue you personally rather than eat it. I mean, they'd be like, why why did you give this stuff away? <laughs> you you. So there's a lot of safety features in our society that we think are safety features, but they actually aren't. They're just somebody's just deciding to just take a take a fall. Interesting point. And banks, cool. of course, they can actually print up money. They, they just need to make a loan to somebody else if, if your money gets lost and then your money's replaced. They want your money. They want your crypto. That's I firmly believe banks do not care about uh, uh crypto they just want to know what the rules are so they can hurry up and and get gets to holding it they just want to hold mm -hmm. it for you and what's funny is all these failures with crypto right now with with ftx is stuff basically just custodying your money doing what banks do mm -hmm. and since they don't have a lot of those i'll just say banking protections or banking regulation they can get away with a whole lot of stuff yeah 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I All think right. if you're willing to take that risk and yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> if you're willing to take that risk and put your money in a centralized exchange and, and give up the custody, then then why not just use, uh, at least in, in our sort of first world banking experience, why not just use a, a bank? There's it that would be good for some people. There's just people maybe want it, but just can't do it for whatever reason. And there's a million different cases bank, too. Right? Yeah, it was literally the worst topic to bring up right as fast as trying to roll the credits. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's no, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get quiet here. I, I was just, just practicing right here. I'm going to click this and then click that. And then, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, um, you're done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually I lost the point. Well, <laughs> like an hour back anyway, so. <laughs> All cool. right, so we have this nice overlay right here. Look at that. And then we have this outro. Say goodbye, Gracie. Bye-bye. Chris, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next Thursday. See you. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, can you, like, say your thing so that people will know? Oh, absolutely. Hey, like, subscribe, and throw some comments below. That helps us, which in turn helps us provide you with much, much better content every week. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for supporting the channel. And thanks for sitting through our pre-recorded outro.